Wagwan Grapple fans and, and, Eid Mubarak to anyone that is currently celebrating or was or will be. I'm not quite sure how all of it works, but Eid Mubarak nonetheless. And welcome everybody to a special solo edition of the Wrestling With Egos podcast. Because, you see, I was the first one at Wrestling With Egos that was able to climb the ladder of awesomeness. And I obtained the Ego in a Bank briefcase. And it was definitely not... Because I was the only person available, so I was pretty much what you stuck with. It was definitely not the for- the latter, it was the former. Mr. Cornette, hit the jingle. And it's, you know what, it's kind of serendipitous that I'm going to be doing this myself alone today because, of course, as you all know, Money in the Bank this year is coming from jolly old England and you may not know, but I am also coming from jolly old England in any direction I can come. It is from jolly old England. See, oh, hold on. Wabadoo, wabadoo. Yeah, so if I wanted to for... Well, what is a very rare thing to be able to do in England as a wrestling fan, I could go jump on the train. doesn't take me long to get to London because I go there regularly at the moment. It's kind of my main place that I do uh, comedy gigs at the moment. That is London. Uh, That's what I'm focusing on right now. And, yeah, not far at all. I I might even go down there and try and say hello to any of the people, you know, any of the... Rest, I won't. I won't do it at all. I'm not one of these people that wants to go and meet all your... uh, wrestlers that you love, don't want to go and bother them at the airport or whatever. Um, I don't really care that much when I meet famous people. I mean, you know, it's it's the circles that I'm in myself now. I'm in those comedy circles. I meet a lot of famous people, what can I say? Recently been having, I was recently having good chats with that uh, Britain's Got Talent winner, for example. Just can't help but be around all the best. Best breeds the best, you see. Just, we we bring each other in, you know, just how it goes. But, I am Katie Inc, and as I've already said, as is um, normally referred to by my other Wrestling With Ego cohorts as the guy across the pond, because this is just the pond, and there's definitely not an ocean in the middle, but on that pond, on the other side of it, from here, this is... Now there on the other side of it, you've got uh, Brian and Patrick, Brian Krieger and Patrick Sofford. Um, they are not able to be here in person, of course, as I said, but they are always here in spirit in general because I'm doing the predictions, but I've also got their predictions. So we're going to see what they think. You'll find out what I think. What do we think won't be thought about? What do we think will be over thought about? What do we think is going to happen that won't happen? That may possibly settle something that will happen and not happen in the future. I don't know. Let's find out. So we are kicking off first then with the Intercontinental Championship. Gunter versus Matt Riddle. I'm, I've always been a fan of both of these people. Um, Gunter, I didn't know too much about him. I didn't know much about him when he was Volta. So when he went to Gunter, I mean, that, I didn't care in all honesty. Gunter is an absolutely acceptable name. More so than it would have been if they'd have had the last name included too. But they didn't, so thank God we ain't got to worry about that. That would have been a bit more... Well, actually, I suppose the last name. Maybe now. Maybe now Gunter 
and Zoe Stark can have a baby and old Vinnie Mac will still get what he wanted in the long run. Hey, yeah, who knows? Mm -hmm. So, let's have a look. First of all, what Patrick thinks. Patrick's prediction for this will be that Gunter will retain. Um, Brian is the same. He thinks Gunter will retain. And I going out on a limb and saying that I think Gunter will retain. Gunter's definitely going to retain here. I mean, um, you know what? It's going to be a very good match. In, it's going to be an exceptionally good match. But I don't think anyone really looks at this and sees that, you know, because we're like, what, three months away from um, Gunter's uh, breaking the Honky Tonk Man's Intercontinental Championship record. And I don't see them, um, you know, like cutting that short a few months away to give it to Matt Riddle. Uh, I, I love Matt Riddle. I think Matt Riddle's great. Uh, he's, he's got, I've called down a bit on him lately, but I think it's just because I hadn't been using him. Like, when they use him right, I really I get into it. Uh, and, you know, with Randy Orton, apparently, possibly in one of these little rumours we've heard about, with the possibility of Randy Orton coming back at Money in the Bank, maybe we'll see the inevitable um, RKO breakdown, uh, RK-Bro breakdown, sorry, um, which we've always assumed was coming eventually. But it hadn't yet, and it was quite nice. Even if they just go back to being the tag team again, I'll be more than happy, personally. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, Matt Riddle. In that position, I, I think Matt Riddle could definitely go further and be title contendership and all that kind of stuff. But it just, I don't know. I think there's other people that are a bit more higher up in that pecking order that need are still waiting to go. So I think Matt Riddle can de Matt Riddle can definitely do it. It's just I don't really see them giving him that opportunity at the moment. Maybe for the Intercontinental title event. Well, definitely not the Intercontinental title or the US title. That they could definitely do. Um, and it's been another good show for the money in the bank, you know, because that's always a good way to get the world title on someone to try it out to see how it feels. A la, um, you know, loads of them done it, and like Dolph Ziggler back in the day, look at the recent ones, you got like uh, your Big E, for example. So, yeah, but um, no, in the kind of title today, I think it is completely fair to say that we are going to put Gunter as the clear favourite there. Um, oh, and we are. Doing this or in the order that do we have them? So that to me probably shows the order they think they would either go on or order of how good each one is. But then again, if that's true, then it'd be strange for this one to go to go on next because next up is Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. Uh, yeah, this is a bit of a random match. I thought just kind of been pulled out and not pulled out of nowhere because it has been building up to it obviously but I mean the fact that they had to have you to begin with was kind of out of nowhere like Cody's going against all these people um I'm assuming it's the idea is behind it that it's just as soon as Cody gets his hands on Dominic he's just going to squash him basically but uh, seems a bit of a weird way to use Cody Rhodes with how hot he is still at the moment seems like a weird way to use Cody Rhodes in a pay-per-view to me seems really weird uh, I mean, it could have just thrown him in the money in the bank, you know, even if you don't want him to win this way, which I don't think I would want him to win that way either. Um, just going by how he started the story, you know, finishing the story as he put it, etc. The whole thing with Roman Reigns, I think it might be good eventually if he goes over and takes it from Reigns still at some point. Maybe he is the one still that takes it from Reigns. It's just not going to be right now. Um, yeah, this just seems a bit random to me. But, I mean, looking at what... 
Patrick and uh, sorry, Patrick and Brian say yet they both agree that this is going to be a win for Cody. Uh, probably because of all the reasons I just said right then, because when it comes down to it, Dominic is nowhere near on Cody's level, and it's, it's just pretty obvious that is. For anyone to argue that, then I, I don't know, you're lying. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to us. Worst of all, you're lying in, lying in? You're lying to Dominic Mysterio and Mummy. Mummy don't like being lied to. No, no, no. And with that in mind, I don't want to get in the back on the wrong side of Mummy, because... And I won't by saying that I actually think Dom might win this. My pick for this is Dominic Mysterio. Because, for me, it, just for Cody to go in and beat him, I'm even more so, I'm like, well, what was the point? I mean, why did we need any of this? It's obvious that Cody was going to beat him, so what, he just secretly slapped him a few times just for him to make a match of money in the bank. I mean, they could have done this on Raw and it would have, you know. So, to me... I reckon maybe there'll be, obviously, obviously, heavily shenaniganery from Mammy and maybe other people too. Maybe this is when we'll see, um, what's the guy's name? Um, JD McDonough now, uh, previously, what was his name before? Jordan Devlin. I think it was Jordan Devlin on it. Um, the guy who just kind of looks like a, well, like he could be the twin of, uh, or the son, maybe, of um, Finn Balor. I'm not too sure what the age difference is there because they're both specimens, so you can't tell always. But yep, I'm going for Dominic Mysterio in that, and I know it's not cool, but I think it is exceptionally cool. So yeah, go with that. Next up then on it is the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. This will be Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, the champions defending against uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. This came back like, I think like two weeks ago or something after one of the title matches. I think that was it. And then uh, Raquel Rodriguez was there. Of course, she got into a bit of a smile after it with the two. She walked back down after wasn't going to, and then introduced Liv Morgan, which didn't really make sense because if you weren't going to go back to the ring, then how was Liv Morgan going to appear? Even though you said obviously that you'd bring her back at this point because that'd be very rude to do if you hadn't arrested her. You're just like she's just there, you know, munching on a random tink, um, Twinkie in catering, and all of a sudden she hears Raquel on the uh, and monitor at the back is like, uh, she's back, Liv Morgan. I don't know if she said her name, but uh, she's back. She's like, mm -hmm. well, hey, it wouldn't be nice to do. Wouldn't that be nice to do at all? So for that reason, I think, no. Um, so yeah, that just came out of nowhere then, a little bit, you know. Uh, so I'm going to switch it up this time. I'm going to go first. I think... That, no, I don't know why I'm pretending to be unsure about this. It's obvious. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, they ain't going to lose the titles yet. It would be silly if they did. Uh, if they did, they should definitely win it back instantly anyway. But it's just, just pointless. Just let them keep the titles. Um, I actually think those two can, you know, make the tag titles seem more important. Because, I say more important, they can make them seem important at all. Because right now they don't feel in the slightest bit important. But they can... Hopefully build it up. I think they can. Shayna, um, Ronda Rousey's obviously got, you know, the name value and all that. And I think Shayna Baszler has got the skill more out of the two. Personally, I very, very much think that Shayna Baszler is a much better, af uh, I don't know about athlete, but a much better wrestler. Much better professional wrestler. Um, just all around, really. 
so yeah, uh, let's have a look see what Patrick and uh, actually I can remember what day four they both agreed that this was going to be a Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler win. Um, so we all agreed on this one. Can't really see them losing the belts. I think it would be quite a misstep if they did. But it doesn't mean I don't think it could happen because this is WWE and Vince McMahon is still buzzing around. And let's just be honest as well, Triple H is not the creative um, master that some people like to put him over as. It's just compared to what we've had. And what we've still got in other companies. To be honest, he's much better. So yeah, maybe he's good actually in that case. So, yeah. But next on the money in the back, the next rung on this pay-per-view ladder. The next rung, I don't know about that. Mm, you know, going back to Wonder Rose and Shayna Baszler, actually, it is interesting because Raquel Rodriguez obviously hasn't been around for a while. Um, I mean, sorry, Liv Morgan obviously hasn't been around for a while. If I remember correctly, they never actually lost the belt, did they? It was just a case that uh, she was injured, I believe. Uh, sorry, Liv Morgan, you know, got injured after one of the matches. I can't remember what kind of injury it was. I could have a look. I've got a computer right in front of me now, but, you know, I don't really know if that's professional to do. I mean, as long as I keep talking while I do it, I guess, then why not? So, Liv Morgan injury. Let's have a look what it was. Um, 11th of June. Apparent shoulder injury. Ah. There's naturally there's a report here about her being in a bikini, um, having an injury. I don't know why the two go together, but okay. I want to see the story here about them, about LA Knight in a bikini. That's what we all want to see. Mankeen it up in it. Did it say here what? Oh, that was it. Yes, I completely forgot about that. See, this shows how unimportant these titles are. I completely forgot that they were recently unified with the uh, NXT tag titles that. Was it Isla Dawn and Alba Fire brought up from NXT? Um, which, okay, I get it. I, I did think when they brought up the um, NXT tag titles, I was like, do they really have enough uh, female tag teams in NXT to warrant that though? And apparently they realised, no, no they don't. Because here we are and they've just kind of, yeah, they, they um, you know, unified um but they are just the uh, the women's tag titles, you know. So I assume now they can go down to NXT. They always used to do that anyway, didn't they? Like, I mean, the, the, the um, brand split is already dead. Brand split, LOL, already. Somebody said the other day that was recently, I think it was Dana Brooke, that was um, traded to Raw or NXT, and she just basically came up saying in NXT that she could go anywhere she wants. So, yeah, God knows. I don't mind myself. I, I don't think it has to be quite... A lot of people are like, well, if it's going to be there, it's going to be like, you got to... Eh, calm down. It's just wrestling, guys. Not the end of the world. I, I love my wrestling. I always have, and I hope to God I always will, in some manner or form. But, chill. More important things in the world, you know. Uh, but... Arguably not more important things than the Raw main event. You could probably argue for this show. Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, which will feature the champion Seth Freakin' Rollins versus Finn Balor. Before I say anything else, Seth 
Please stop doing the thing where at the end of your entrance you stand in the ring, in the quiet, with your eyes closed, in that pose. Because I already twice, I swear, at least, definitely at least twice, somebody has come from behind you and attacked you. And you don't always do it, that pose thing. But when you do, at the times that you've done it, it's got a very bad ratio of how well it works for you or goes against you. Stop doing it. And it's just annoying, to be honest. It's like you're forcing it at that point. It's amazing how that song has um, got over so much, you know. It's not surprising how Seth Rollins got over so well because he's Seth freaking Rollins. is so good. The fact that he's managed to turn his one of his main weaknesses into his one of his main strengths now is great with the um, mic work. I remember seeing him on some documentary, obviously. It must have been a WWE one where he was saying about, you know, he couldn't figure out that side of it and that was something he struggled with until something kind of clicked in his head with like the character work and that and now this is what led him to, as he refers to it, the Drip God version of Seth Rollins which is funny because I've never referred to it as that I never would imagine anybody else has referred to it as that I get it, I get why he calls it that but it's a very strange way to it's a very interesting choice is a better way to put it I guess but whatever Whatever he's doing, it's working apparently. But the same is true though, this is the thing, the same is true for his opponent. Because Finn right now is on a tear. The whole Judgment Day is on a tear right now. They're, some of the hot, they're definitely one of the hottest acts on Raw. Can't be doubted. Uh, you know, Seth and Balor, Seth, Balor slash Judgment Day. You know, all of them up there. Um, like the stuff that he was doing the other day, as as I mentioned, when Seth stands there doing that pose, Finn was one of the people that attacked him recently and beat the crap out of him, which arguably I think was probably um, a better little bit than what was originally planned because that was what Vince changed. That was a Vinceism, and I liked that Vinceism. I wasn't so hot on what Triple H wanted to do, um, but at the same time, that had been planned for days and days, and well, probably the better part of a week at least. So. You should have still gone with that because they've had time to think about how to do it and get the timings and all that, which is why, yes, I understand completely. I'm doing something and then last minute I'll be like, oh, this is a really good alternative, actually. I think I like this. And I, every part of me wants to just shove it in as well, you know, add it in there, like into if I'm writing a bit like for um, a gig or something, you know, whatever. Um, but you don't want to always do that. It doesn't work. Uh, you, you know, you need the time to really germinate on something. And sometimes when you write something the first time, it's not as good when you read it back the second time and you need time to do that. Whereas, uh, you know, a couple of hours before the show starts, that's not... Well, when the show starts, that's not the best, you know, that you haven't got much time to germinate on the idea. Maybe keep it for next week. But, you know, trying and tell a mustachioed billionaire that's going to be crazy to do that. And... See what happens, I guess. But, I mean, this is going to... It's, undoubtedly, this is going to be a really good match because when you look at the history that is going into this, uh, the history around this match, like, I mean, just going back in it, like, it was, oh, I forget how long ago it was now. It was a good at least, like, five years ago. I feel like it was much longer than that. It was, it was going to be nearer to, like, seven years, nearer to a decade, something like that. Um, but obviously, we had Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins at the end of the tournament to crown the first ever Universal Heavyweight Champion when it was uh, the big red title on Raw. Ugh. Love that belt design in general, which they're still using now, but the colours and stuff. And I don't like this new gold versions. They're 
bring it out. It looked a bit cheap to me. I was still a fan of just the original um, WWE title bring that. I'm trying to remember who had who brought that into existence. I feel like it might have been The Rock, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like The Rock might have brought that into existence when CM Punk had the old John Cena title um, when he was doing his summer of well, it wasn't Summer Punk, it was the big long title reign. Summer Punk was a bit before, wasn't it? Um, but the main title reign, the long one he had, you know, Punk. Uh, yeah, I think... Hmm. I don't know. But, um, yeah, obviously they had that match, you know, where they were going for the final, and Balor won, but in that match, Seth Rollins, in, uh, Seth Rollins injured him by doing the buckle bomb on the outside... Um, which is, you know, it's not really Seth's fault as much as it is Finn's fault. It's just stuff happens because you could argue Seth shouldn't have done it or maybe he did it a bit wonky or something, but Balor also shouldn't have put his arm down, you know. it's You can't really throw blame around either way. It's just these things happen sometimes. Uh, there, there are situations, of course, where you definitely can put on blame, but this wasn't one of them. Uh, but it's great to use that though, because everyone's aware of it, to use that in this story now. And it's just, it all works so well, the way it's come about. Um, I can't remember if Finn won a match for the one contendership or not. I feel like he just, just started beating him up and got angry. I might be wrong about that. It doesn't really matter though, uh, because the winner of this match is just... It's, it's weird. I'm still trying to decide in my head who is going to win. Uh, because of, the easy, obvious choice is Seth, obviously, because he's only been the champ for a few months or so now. Uh, as much as that title is beautiful as well. I love that title. Um, he's only been champ for, like, you know, a few months or so now, if that. Uh, it seems a bit weird, you know, that it, it seems a bit strange to take it off him this early. But Finn's doing awesome. Judgment Day is awesome. It would be a really cool idea to see the um, world champion in there. You know, and seeing having Finn get that opportunity again, which you know, he had everything just taken away from him completely after that. You know, Vince is like, as soon as a newbie gets injured, he's like, oh, he's um, accident prone, he can't be doing this, etc., etc., blah. So, yeah, this is the first time he's really believably obviously, he's had matches in the past with like uh, Reigns, I believe, Extreme Rules, when. Uh, the demon was defeated by a top rope, but I mean, if you want to count them, sure count them. I personally would like to strike them from my memory. It's not even that I'm a massive Finn Balor fan or anything. It's just I don't want to see no wrestler get got like that. That's just meany mean. No, it was silly, mean to us, dumb, mean to him, dumb, mean to Roman because he was there as well. Anyone in that building, it was just an insult to everyone. And yeah, he had the fish flopping before that, though. <laughs> I hope the guy that was like, you know, a last minute thing that was thrown on them and it wasn't like something they'd thought about for a while. Because that's the best you could do when you thought about that. I mean, come on, you got no one else to blame in that case. So what, you should have like taped yourself doing this thing because you didn't look like you were having a heartbeat. The, you, the only bit that wasn't moving was your heart, or the rest of your body was moving, but your chest was staying down, which is a bit apparently was beating. That makes sense. Think about it. It's a bit late now, but think about it harder next time. Or just don't do it ever again. That's better. Just a bit of the demon seems to have been um, retired now, so... Who knows? But I, for this match then, I am going to pick... I believe, as much as I like the idea of Finn Balor being the champ, I am going to go for Seth freaking Rollins 
because we all just want to sing that song still. We want to go, oh, oh, So let's have a look see then. Um, so that is it for me then. Um, I'm just checking. Okay, so Patrick believes that Rollins will also win. Patrick is on side with moi. He thinks that Seth is going to win the uh, retain the world title. Whereas Brian, going a little bit renegade he believes that Finn Balor will win. Um, like I said, for the reasons before, I am very into the idea of that. I don't think it will happen though when I weigh the two up. I just don't see them, especially, you know, that Triple H doing that with um, Seth taking the title off him so early because it's very obvious that he's a huge fan. He's a huge fan of Seth. He's a huge fan of Finn too. That is also obvious, which is why, um, you know, this has been done well. It's going to be a good match. We'll be given good time, a good placement on the show as well, I imagine. So all, all of the above, you know, it's the only world title that's been defended after all, uh, uh, money in the bank. Um, so it should have some good placement on the on the card, but other than that, yeah, I think it's a definite. I think this is quite a certainty myself. I would be very surprised if Finn won this. Put it that way, but it's not. It's in no way the most one of the most certain ones of the night. Definitely not though. Um, and then the final match before we get into the uh, titular event. Uh, will be the civil uh, civil war of the bloodline. You got the Usos, Jimmy and Jay versus Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, this the storyline going into this has been obviously amazing. All in all, you know, for the however long it's been, it's been kind of dragging a bit lately, though. Gotta be honest, I've been a bit of a chore to gonna be like, okay, do something else now. It's kind of the same thing. But then you had to use those, cha um, you know, um, turning on Reigns, which, you know, I, I didn't see it coming at that point. I thought it was all just going to go back to the status quo, uh, which I'm still, in all fairness, I still kind of think it might. I think it might just go back to the bloodline of old, you know, back to the Usos, back with Roman and Sola. Maybe they'll he'll try and be a bit nicer for a bit. Probably not, though. Maybe it'll just offer them more money or the family will force them or they'll just... Be like, oh, fuck it, we, we, you know, we want to save that tribal chief. I don't, God knows. But I still think the status quo will probably come back. Um, but ignoring that, though, this match, in, you know, it's going to be what I hope will be like a lot of Roman matches because they're different. It's not so much about the crazy spots and that, like we see from other companies. It's more about story. You get a lot of talking, you know, a like dialogue in the ring of them, of him talking to the opponents. So I want to see a lot of that, you know, which he has to do shortly. You know, shouting things at his um, cousins as, you know, because the Usos are going to get beaten down by Roman and Solo. Probably through most of the match, uh, in my opinion. But uh, the Usos are going to, you know, obviously do a lot of hope spots and all that. It's going to be a proper hard-fought match. Like, it's not going to be a quick, easy one. Uh, I'll be very disappointed if anybody goes for, like, a quick pinfall after, like, a move at the beginning. Because it's like, come on, you... It is a civil war and you apparently want to end it after like a minute. Come on. I mean, it, it, Roman should be angry. Solo just follows Roman. Um, the Usos are angry. They kicked him in the face a couple of times. They were nice. Um, so, it'd be dumb if that happens. But it happens a lot in matches. When you actually think about it, these people hate each other, yet they're going for a pin within a minute. And it's like, why? 
I thought you wanted to hurt him. What are you talking about? You, uh, I remember when Van Seal did this when he was facing Dominic Mysterio. And I was like, well, what kind of lesson was that going to teach him after a minute? He used to beat him. But like in a silly way. It's like, ah, ah, always watch what you're doing. And, you know, just, oh, God knows. I don't know. My, my brain hurts trying to think about wrestling logic sometimes. Love my wrestling, like I said. But it is highly illogical. It's a highly illogical program. If films were put together like this, then... The old Rotten Tomatoes would get thrown around a bit more, I think, in more directors' faces. And if soaps were like this, that, well, actually, if soaps were like this, it would be a bit of an improvement in England, especially any soaps that are on Channel 4 that really like Oaks and Holly. Yeah. But, but you know, uh trying to decide who still who i think would win it's, it's a very hard one it's hard to really put it together because uh, it could go either way in my opinion when you think about it you know you could see uh the usos winning because obviously they're going against in the one and it's going to really cement their point of getting out you know obviously it'll be solo that would take the um the last maybe actually i mean it could be more interesting if roman was the one that took the pin that could be much more interesting See how he changed the dynamics of everything going forward and stuff, you know, and um, his title match, his, the way he feels in the title stuff, you know, he could have like a bit of a um, crisis of confidence, for example, because of it. It could be very interesting, but I would be surprised. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I am of the opinion that I think Roman and Solo will win. I think there'll be a lot of chances. We'll really believe, like... Um, that the Usos could win or about to win, but then I just think the might, you know, like a spike, um, a whatever it is, our solo does is completely gone out of mind now. You do a splash, maybe. Oh no, it's a spinning solo. That's it. He does that as well. The spinning rock bottom thing. Um, yeah, a couple of spears, a couple of punches to the face. I think you know that will get beaten personally. Um, so that's my prediction. I think that the. Uh, that the Usos are going to lose the Civil War to Roman and Solo. But it's more about what happens after and ongoing that I find more interesting anyway. Well, when Roman decides he can be asked to turn up for work anyway. So, like, three weeks probably. But looking at the other guys, we have, um, I believe... Yeah, everybody is of the opinion that Roman and Solo will win this match. Let me just double check that. Because I've realised that as I've been doing this, I haven't written down all the Patricks, you see. Because I am such the epitome of organisation that I don't even realise sometimes that, you know, I've organised it so well I forget things. Some people might see that as unorganisation, not organised. I think they're incorrect. And I could... Prove that I am right if I knew where my notes were. I'll find them later. But actually, I was wrong, you know. Patrick is not of the opinion that I, we shared. Patrick actually thinks the Usos will win, which I, I can totally see. It'd be very interesting. That would probably be uh, out of what I want, what I would like to happen. It probably would be that. I probably would like. Um, the Usos to win. I just don't see it happening. Uh, but I would love to be wrong in that situation. That never happens. What are we talking about? 
JD wrong. Ha! Never, it never not happens. Not never happens, no, bled. But what will happen, and I'm still unsure whether there'll be an extra person added into this, because the men's money in the bank has got seven people, but the women's that we're going to focus on now is six people. It will include Eosky, uh, Bailey, Selena Vega, Becky Lynch, blah, Becky Lynch, Zoe Starks, and for her first time in her career, appearing in a ladder match, which is crazy, Trish Stratus. So, great lineup there for the women's match this year. I'm really happy to see Zelina in there. She's really um, she's probably the one that's done the best out of the LWO stuff. Um, it's been kind of, you know, like on the back burner a bit lately, though. If it wasn't for them saying it, you'd forget. Which I guess is the point, though. And wearing the shirts. Okay, ignore that. But they haven't been doing that much. I would very, I would like very much for Selena to win this. But there uh, ain't a chance that that's going to happen. It would not make any sense at all. And I think the same is true for Bailey. I don't think there's any storyline reason why it would be good, why, you know, um, there's not anything interesting there to sink your teeth into with Bailey being the money in the bank holder. I mean, damage control already feels like it's breaking a bit and if EO Sky won it then I would much prefer that and that would actually make me still interested in the damage control thing despite what I just said because that would be a different dynamic EO Sky obviously I think is starting to go a bit more face anyway more of a good guy but this because she's a fan favorite uh, but this might cement it more and seeing Bailey get annoyed is always fun seeing Bailey happy yeah you don't want that seeing Bailey get annoyed that's cool I like that but I'm sure in this match today there will be plenty of um oh, 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 ooh, ah, I wanna know if you be my girl. Oh, 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 Bailey. I assume that's what they say. I'm not actually too sure. I assume they're saying Bailey at the beginning. Bailey. But they always seem to do that in England for her because apparently we like her more than even people that are from Britain. Even though this isn't Britain, and bear in mind Ireland is not in England, but I'm sure they will make it out of this her home country, Becky Lynch. Um, she is, for me, <sighs> Eosky and Becky Lynch are probably my two um, that I'm imagining are more likely to win this. I'm not completely even sure why. I think EOS guys has been going up and up and up, and it would make sense um, just her running down to do some time. But at the same time, it always works a bit better for bad guys too, though. But neither of these obviously are bad guys. But Becky has never had it before, and it would look really good. Obviously, I think they would love the idea of you know when they're being able to talk through the different people that have won the money in the bank. Be able to mention Becky Lynch because she's one of the top stars in WWE, let alone the women's division. So. You know, the reason she hasn't been in the money bank before, for example, or been probably winning the money in the bank in the past is because she's normally been a champion or pregnant. Yeah, that was that was when she gave it up without the money in the bank. Yeah, I was just correct then. I wasn't insulting her for having children, just to clarify. God will do that. Hmm. But, of course, then, at the wild cards... Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark because they are obviously working together. Um, I've seen the argument for Zoe Stark winning. I believe that is actually what uh, Patrick 
has put down it was very stark for this and Brian has put down have a look EO Sky so EO um Brian thinks EO Sky will win this and um, Patrick has gone for Zoe Starks Zoe Stark uh, EO Sky like I said uh, that definitely uh, I can see that as being one of the strong two choices uh, but Zoe Starks I don't see winning because apparently she's following Trish so that wouldn't really work because then Trish would not be happy and Zoe Starks is you know like there to help Trish even though they've kind of said that it would be whoever between them but I don't think that's true when it comes down to it but I don't think that will really happen I don't think that situation will ever come about because then it kind of muddies the water for that going forward um, and the only way that can not happen is if neither well it's definitely if Zoe Starks doesn't win whereas Trish could win and it would still be okay Trish winning would be a great shape because as I said this is her, not, this is her first ever ladder match full stop um so her obviously she's never won the money in the bank as well and she might not have a lot of opportunities too so it's also another show for the becky argument of how they want a big name to be able to put on with um when they're going through the list of people that have won money in the bank trish strat has been in there is a good name and this is the only year they could probably do it uh, whereas becky lynch you know arguably will be around for many years going forward you can do it then in the future say next year or the year after that if she's not champion again um we could take the title off for last minute whatever who cares do that and she'll get money in the bank um but you know what i was going into this with the um idea that i was going to pick probably becky but i think i've actually while going through it i have actually changed my mind so let's just make this official uh Zoe for P and then for me I'm going to go for Trish I think there was a good chance that Trish can win this um Zoe probably will help her uh but I think you, you know it, it still works with their stuff as long as Trish doesn't want to win that rather than Zoe and it doesn't muddy the waters too much they can get past that carrying on uh offer a title shot eventually maybe she'll then beat her eventually down the line who knows that could happen uh but that's going to be wait probably not to be fair but uh trish i think winning it just so they can use her name as a former money in the bank winner i think that reason alone is enough of a reason to say trish could win it um and this didn't really f it always felt like someone was missing until trish got put in it personally um i don't know why you would do about trish in this situation now she's back we don't know how long she'll be back for she's still she's already been around for a while so how much longer is she going to be around for we don't know I don't I haven't seen any actual like um contract duration thing come out or anything like that to my knowledge so who knows it could be the last chance the only it could be the only chance and I think it would be smart it's just a, it would sound like a Nikon uh thing he would be very happy about this and I don't think Triple H would be completely against it I mean I remember him being quite a fan of Trish back in the day Maybe that's why he won't be allowed to do it. Actually, Stephanie will be very unhappy. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Depends where um, Triple H's testiculars are located at the moment, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. But then after that, you've got the... Well, I don't know if this will close the show. It probably won't. Actually, I don't reckon we'll close the show. Could open it. Uh, the Men's Money in the Bank, which will see Damien Priest, Butch slash Pete Dunne. I've heard he might be coming back as Pete Dunne in this, but who knows? Um, uh, Santos Escobar, Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, L.A. Knight, yeah, and Logan Paul. Uh, 
seven people in this. I um, which is why I think there might be somebody added to the women's one because seven was what I always remembered. But obviously Logan Paul was not the only one who didn't have to um, qualify. Which people were annoyed about that. I thought it was quite cool. Made him seem like more of a douche again. He kind of is, I think, leaning into being a bad guy. He felt like he was trying to be a bit of a good guy as well when he was in his hometown. But you know that it might just be a CM Punk Chicago thing. Who knows? But whatever you say about Logan Paul, it's going to be very good. Him and Ricochet are going to do some f cool stuff. This might be the match, though, where, you know, Logan Paul is pushing a bit too far with the stuff that's going on in that match, and he might get hurt in this one. It wouldn't be a shocker. Um, but apparently got hurt before, you know, miraculously healed. Uh, yeah, that was true, I'm sure. I'm sure that was completely true. So going through it, um, actually, I'm going to give you the other guys' predictions first. Uh, so... Brian is of the opinion that uh, the winner of this will be L.A. Knight. Yeah. For obvious reasons, I think, uh, obviously, a lot of people that follow wrestling must have heard that he is pretty much a hands-on favourite in the back, or he was in regards to Triple H. Triple H is a fan of apparently L.A. Knight winning this because of the popularity he's had lately. He's been really getting over really well. Um... And both both Brian and Patrick, sorry, actually agree that LA Knight will win this. Um, and I want LA Knight to win this as well. Uh, because he's, you know, finally getting over. He's just a great talker. He was almost ruined by the whole uh, Max Dupree. But even then, even in the weeks when he was doing that, he still made that awesome. So he's just one of those talents that I don't think you want to lose. Because it's just a matter of time until he really gets off into another level and I think it could be now oh it very much could be he should win the money in the bank he's not my pick though because I mean going through the others first you got Damien Priest for everything we said earlier about the um judgment day then Damien Priest would be a great shout he is definitely someone you could imagine he's right there you know to get onto that level he's had a, a match against Seth Rollins which everybody was into uh, the match against Bad Bunny that he obviously carried completely it was a great match um, so I think people have, you know in the back have got some uh, faith in Damien Priest so he could be a shade for it but with the judgment day already being involved in that you know in the world title match I don't know I don't see Damien Priest coming out of this on top um, Butch Slash Pete Dunne, he ain't never going to win. He is only there because he's English, let's be honest. And he's actually from my home city. I used to see him when I was working. Um, so I should be all into him because I, I, I really like uh, Butch slash Pete Dunne. Keep going to call him Pete Dunne. Um, I really like him, yeah. And that's not just because he's from here. Uh, I just think he's, I love his presentation. I love the Bruiser Wade stuff. I uh, like that even now, you know, with this whole bruise, um, what is it, the brawling brood stuff, he still made it his own, he's made himself differentiated from the other two, he could have gone in there doing the same kind of thing, but he's made himself like a silent, angry, constantly wanted to hurt everyone kind of attack person, so that's good, you know, he's, he made himself a character in a thing where he easily could have, got, you know, like swallowed up, uh, but no, I don't think he's at the point where if he had a if he had the briefcase, I don't think I'd be feeling like he would be successful, and I don't want him to be have the briefcase if it just means he's not going to get the title. So no, Pete Dunne is a no no. Santos Escobar, 
just, I mean, just no. Why are you there? Oh, you shouldn't be there. Not in the nicest way. I, I like what he's doing with the LWO. I'm loving the LWO stuff. Um, just, just why are you there? You haven't really done anything lately. Cool. Same as Shinsuke. I mean, obviously, this is just Triple H wanting to push Shinsuke because he likes him. It's been obvious since NXT. He's a fan of Shinsuke. Um, same with Ricochet. But the problem is they're coming off like years and years and years of horrendous booking by a senile old man that just didn't get them. So it's going to take a heck of a lot, in my opinion, to rehabilitate their... Um, their image and I don't think them winning the money in the bank will do that uh, if they manage to take it and then go and win one of the titles I don't think that will do it uh, I don't think that will be the right way to go about it it's probably the better way to, to say that I think the better way is to go about it where you're not throwing a big thing onto them straight away and a lot of people that are like uh, you know because a lot of people are not into them Ricochet more so I think Ricochet has a lot more love than Shinsuke, personally. Shinsuke would be struggling a lot more if he didn't have that theme tune, in my opinion. I don't know if that's mean. There's nobody here to tell me that that's mean to say. It's how I feel, though. I used to really like him. I hate the freaking suits that he wears as well, Shinsuke, now. I just don't like these things. I used to like his old look, you know, with the red trousers, the red thing around his arm. Now he just looks like he's constantly in pyjamas. Ricochet... On the other hand, though, you know, he used to, he stopped caring for a bit. He used to wear just, like, jeans to the ring and that. But he's, like, you know, since his thing with Strowman, he's been, you could see, he's been, like, motivated more again, probably since Triple H has been around. Um, so him, out of the two, he will, ha you know, because he could come out of this looking quite good, do some good spots with Logan Paul. I don't see him winning still, but I think... He's the one whose image will be rehabilitated much better in the long run. Shinsuke, I don't know. I'm not sure about still. LA Knight, he doesn't have that issue, luckily. He's just um, someone that's just kind of appeared more so in the mainstream WWE. And everyone's only just kind of clocking on to, you know, what he is, who he is, what he can do more than anything. And it's already working uh, more than it ever did with Shinsuke and Ricochet, which obviously is hard to kind of compare because... Um, they weren't, they were obviously pushed via Vince McMahon. But, yeah, for all those reasons, no, no, no. LA Knight, I would like to him to win, but I don't see that. My actual pick for uh, to win the money in the bank is, I think, Logan Paul. Because LA Knight, I want LA Knight to win. I, see, I feel so wrong saying LA, um, Logan Paul over LA Knight. I don't like it. I'm not happy with it. I want LA Knight to win. Yeah. But Logan Paul, think about this. Um, he wins a briefcase, doesn't cash it in for like, you know, almost a full year probably. But in that full year, he could have it every week on the Impulsive. He could just have it in the background. That's the biggest podcast um, in the world. As much as people may not like him as a person, apparently a lot of people like to listen to him because it's a huge podcast. So him having a WWE logoed, Money in the bank behind them constantly. That's why would WWE not like that? That's why they put their logo on everything is to get it out there and seen more. Having it on the biggest podcast in the world in the back on the backdrop on the video version. I mean that is enough reason alone. Um, but him just being able to constantly put a tweet out saying, "Oh, I might appear with Raw tonight," and he gets a lot of traction. Um, and you know when he is there, you know you're expecting something could happen. 
Um, it's obviously there's a lot of downsides if they need a last minute money in the bank cashing because something goes wrong or um, you know there's an injury etc they won't have that availability like they will if there was say an LA Knight that had the uh, briefcase or etc etc insert name here a full time uh, full time athlete Logan Paul obviously very part time as, as you know expected um, that's the only issue but I think WWE can work around that though. I mean, we've seen before that there's ways around things, and they can they just just throw in a title match, they just throw together a tournament or something for it. There's other ways around it. Uh, so yeah, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that reason should stop it in the eyes of um, you know Triple H. Apparently, Triple H, from what I've heard, is not into the idea of Logan Paul winning, but Nick Khan will be. And let's be honest, Vince McMahon will be as also another thing I've heard. And if Vince is into the idea, he is the one with final say on creative. Um, they're more just trying to figure out ways to work around that because it's not always there. You know, I kind of appear last minute sometimes and say like, no, 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 this big thing I want to happen like this. This is a big thing that could happen for the company. Uh, and I understand the logic, to be honest. I don't like it, but I think it might be the right move. Um, but that's with the preface that LA Knight needs to be focused on um, still. You know, it needs to be pushed. I need to take advantage of how hot he's got in this moment. Um, I wouldn't be against him being a mid-card champ, though, as well. Uh, you know, because it's easy to... A lot of people say this when there's somebody really hot. And they'll say... You know, you need to put the title on him and that. But then there'll be like five or six other people there saying, oh, yeah, but you need to put the title on them. I don't think they realise you can't put the title on them all at the same time. doesn't work. So if LA Knight's going to instantly win the title, that's going to mean that Seth Rollins is going to go, you're uh, not going to be champion. So, uh, Finn Balor's not going to be doing anything. You know, insert names, etc. You know, it doesn't always work as well as we want it to. But you can keep it going and do a lot of stuff so that you can you know it's still hot when it, the time comes you know when they find a, a point where it will work when it doesn't feel forced because a lot of time it can just feel forced to uh you know and give it more time because it might get even more and more of it must like getting like the daniel bryan treatment and then you could look at the rumble for example it's a good time now do it for another like six months Royal rumble there there's no you know, Royal Rumble, and then goes for the not main main event of like night one or something, um, because I just imagine he wouldn't go against Roman for some reason. I imagine he would go for the world title, which I think is a better fit for him. To be honest, he's more workhorse, etc. Uh, he's always there. Uh, I think he's willing to be a workhorse from what I've seen. So yeah, be a good fit, but I just don't think this Saturday will be when he gets the back the uh, briefcase to start that journey properly. I don't think. It will be. If it wasn't for Logan Paul, then I would probably say that he is the one that I would go for. And not just that I want, because he is the one that I want to win this. I'm making that point over and over because I want to freaking specify this. I want LA Knight. Yeah. But I think it's going to be Logan Paul. And I get the, I get the reason. But either way, it's going to be a banging match. Ricochet, Logan Paul are going to do some great things. Um, there's even been talks about LA Knight if um, af after this having a little feud with Logan Paul so if Logan Paul sticks around for a bit and he has the briefcase as well and uh, LA Knight having a bit of a 
you know, thing with him. That would be a great way to make good for LA nice on everything that's going on still. Um, but also, you know, go over to Logan Paul. I mean, if they really wanted to, they could have a match and take it off him, like, you know, a month or so down the line. So then, but then at least the money in the bank would have been on Impulsive for like a month straight or something. Not the worst idea. Uh, yeah, you could do that. And then you could have a match and drop it to LA Knight and then LA Knight carries on if you really wanted to do that in the long run. When uh, they know that, they should know that, that they can do what they want. They're the freaking, it's their company. So, but yeah, so for that, all those reasons, I think it's just more likely Logan Paul. And I can't even say that I think it's the wrong choice. I get it fully. It's definitely not the wrong, it, business-wise, it's the right choice. Um, Creative-wise, no, I think I'd prefer LA Knight. Well, creative-wise, maybe as well, though, because like I said, I feel like LA Knight getting the... Um, I, I think I like prefer LA Knight getting a proper build to getting it like and earn it a bit more, you know, rather than just get the money in the bank and then cash the title on one of those, um, rather than just get the cat the briefcase and then you know cash it in randomly, uh, which you probably would do. The heel and that I know is a bad guy, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But that's probably it for well, that is it for the predictions. Then in that case, um. I will be back on Wrestling Movigos again. Uh, the next episode will be me and Patrick Swafford, I believe. Brian is still uh, unable to join us this week, but I, uh, the next one. But I believe he will be then back the week after that. I, of course, you know, generally don't have anything else to do when we're recording the podcast because for them it's like uh, 8 on a night or something. For me, it's 3am. So, generally speaking, I'm not doing anything else. Because there is nothing to do at 3am. And I, well, you know, there is sometimes stuff to do at 3am. And I sometimes do that in between too. But, you know, that doesn't stop me from doing the podcast now, does it? Makes it more fun, if anything. <laughs> Gonna start talking about that, though. Huh? Ah, yeah. Drinking or doing drugs. That'd be terrible. Shouldn't do that. That's wrong. Even though one in particular that I'm talking about isn't illegal where my co-hosts live. And a lot of people in the world live. We're one of the few that still demonise marijuana, England or the UK. We're still one of the ones that demonise marijuana, despite the fact we are actually the biggest exporter of marijuana in the world. Because basically they demonise it because if everyone over here was able to smoke it and it was legal, they wouldn't make as much money as they would now selling it overseas and exporting it. This is the that is a business decision that I am not down for that one i will say that that's a business decision that needs to get taken away and we need creative in but this is the end this is the end my only friend the end but i will love you and leave you right now but if you want to know what i'm doing if you're on the if you're in england for example um, and around the London area. I have many gigs coming up over the next couple of months in London. Um, and I believe the 11th, 12th of July, I think there's one further in the month and then a few in August. Um, but I've got a lot of other stuff coming up too and I will be getting more stuff coming up because it's just a kind of thing. Get the next thing, get the next thing, do this, do that. You can't help it when you're a comedic genius. 
But so, um, Holly Bush as well, you can always check out what's going on down there. I'm down there quite a lot myself too. It's a great place for comedy uh, around the Midlands, the hub for all of comedy around the Midlands, the Holly Bush. Always check that out. You can see uh, myself, as I said, on kdcomedy.com, all the list of stuff that I'll be doing, or KD Comedy on Facebook if the website hasn't been updated because I've been broken, haven't been able to pay that, so I'll do that when I'm able to. So that's probably the case right now, I think. Uh, but Facebook, you can get all the information on there, KD Comedy. Uh, also KD Comedy on YouTube, KD Comedy on Spotify, Apple, you can go on there, um, check out the KD Comedy podcast where me and Eva, no, Eva, I do episodes where I'm interviewing another comedian, you know, where we just chat back and forth, talk about different things, plenty of them, um, or the episode, the Squishy Logic episodes, where me and comedian Nathan Parrish sit down and discuss a bit more, um, you know, like... Uh, in-depth topics or more interesting stuff. Sometimes we just chat about all random stuff too. But that's our little uh, the other show. So you can get your episodes of the KD Comedy Podcast. Well, sorry, there's episodes of the KD Comedy Podcast available right now via KD Comedy Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, all of them with squishy logic episodes included within them episode 104 is about to come out i believe will come out by the time you're watching this so go and check it out on there it's the uh, little dick energy detectives is the new episode that's come out this week me and knife one squishy logic boys um yeah, we do a few things and we also figure out who has big dick energy, who has little dick energy and who has lip dick energy. Maybe a comedian that doesn't like me that was sitting in front of me at a gig that I did just before this podcast that we recorded and I was having fun telling Nathan all about how I insulted the man, got it on videotape. Not too much insulted him. You know, I'd be wrong, I wouldn't do too much, but I mean just... I didn't insult him, actually, that's not true at all. Gave him the eye whenever I was doing my insulty material. I just looked at him straight while doing this. That's a better way to put it. I'm only mentioning this now because we're almost there an hour, and if I chatted a bit more poo for, like, the last, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds, then it would push it up to over an hour, which it will do now, actually, because I just remembered there's the jingle that goes in there, too. So, this is the end of the show, then, guys. Um, I am pumped, pumped for Money in the Bank in London. It means that I can watch wrestling at a reasonable time rather than 1 in the morning. If I'm going to watch it live, I can watch this about like, like 7 p.m. I'm assuming it'll be on. Banging. And the... London, England crowd are always a great crowd. We go crazy for stuff, probably because most of us are drunk while we're in there. But that, that's the point. It's fun. Merriment. That's what we do over here. We drink and be merry. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of that going on in uh, the O2 Arena. And then uh, in Wembley in two months for AEW, of course. I think this will be the better show out of the two, in all honesty, though. Um, but, yeah. That is the end of it. You will see Patrick and Brian very soon. They will be back. I will be back, of course, in the next episode with Patrick, as I said. But for now, I hope you all enjoy uh, Money in the Bank. I hope you enjoy whatever you're doing. I hope everyone enjoys uh, Eid that celebrates it. And all of this type of content, these type of matches, these type of events such as the London events, such as Money in the Banks. It's stuff like this, which is why we love wrestling.
I did it. See, I remembered the ending. I remembered it. What do you do? Yeah. You're welcome, Patrick. You're welcome, Brian. I remembered it. Yeah.